How's it going, everybody? And welcome to episode 159 of Master My Garden Podcast. Now, this week's episode is a solo episode, and it's all about planning your veg garden for this year. And I suppose getting getting planning now, but it's it's funny. It happens every year. I mentioned last year that as soon as you get to, you know, as soon as Christmas has passed, uh, the excitement starts to build in gardening, I guess. And you will see online loads of people already sowing various types of seed and talking about sowing various types of seed. And I see people starting tomatoes under grow lights and peppers and whatever else. And it's it's always a funny one because as soon as you see somebody else sowing seed, you think that you're late or that you're a bit behind. And I suppose nothing could be further from the truth when you're still in January, I think. Um, you look at some of the, you know, the seed packets that you get and they will say January sowing on them. And as I say, you look online then and you see various people, you know, talking about sowing seeds. And funny enough, I was even looking at a book by um, a gardening journal, vegetable growing journal by Carol Klein. And she mentions sowing quite a few seeds in, in January. And, you know, I would, I don't know exactly where she lives, but I'm sure where she lives, it's, um, you know, quite a bit warmer, particularly than where I am. And I think that's the key thing. And I know I said it last year in relation to seed sowing. It's vitally important that you understand your own area and your own timing. There's absolutely no problem in starting seed at this time of the year. It's very easy to do it. You know, you can put it on your windowsill, you can put it on a heated bench or heated propagator and very easy to propagate your seed this early. But what you really need to be thinking about is, you know, six weeks down the line, eight weeks down the line, when that seedling or that young plant is needing to be pl planted out or planted, potted on or moved on, um, will you be able to go out into the ground at that stage, either outdoors or even in your tunnel for that matter? You know, will it be warm enough generally? Um, in a lot of cases for the last few years, the spring has been cold or we've got a cold snap. And the answer to that then is no. I always, you know, I suppose I have, I have sowed seed in January and I will sow very much at the end of this month, a couple of little things, but not, not much, not much at all. Uh, predominantly then it'll kick off in, you know, around the second week of January. And last year it was very, the episodes around what to sow that month was very, very popular. And I will do that again this year. Some of them will be sort of replicated, but then more of them won't because there's certain things that maybe I grew last year that I might not grow this year or new things that I want to try. Um, and that's what planning your veg garden in January is about. So the steps for planning now, and this is what this is what you should focus on rather than, I suppose, rushing out to sow your seeds. The benefit the benefit of sowing in January is is very, very little. The, the challenge is always, as I said, to have somewhere for them to go when they're ready in a few weeks' time, no matter how well you mind them. And you will have a lot of minding on them at this stage because no doubt between now and, you know, by the time the, the sort of colder, wetter, spring weather has passed through, that, you know, you'll have minded them for a long time and you'll be fed up looking at them. <laughs> and so then the other way to think about it is there's no major advantage like you can sow them now in January, but realistically speaking, you know, if you're leaving it for another few weeks into February, by the time you get to the end of February from from this week, say, 
you're looking at an extra hour of sunlight and that hour will make a massive difference to, to young seedlings. There's, there's still very, the light levels are quite low. Uh, as I say, I know some people are using grow lights and so on to get, to get things started. And, uh, you know, you can do that, but really by waiting another few weeks, there's, you'll be able to grow pretty much everything from that stage and you'll be perfectly successful after that. So in terms of planning, what you need to be doing now is, you know, firstly, if you're, if you're, I suppose, brand new to it, you need to start making sure that you have an area where you're going to grow your veg or your, or your, you know, your, uh, an area that you're going to have as a productive veg garden this year. And you can still use the no dig method here and you can still set up the no dig method. Uh, once we're not, you know, once grass, weeds, uh, vegetation is not actively growing, then it's perfectly, it's a perfectly good time to use no dig. And again, to highlight what, what you need to do, mark out your area, whatever area that is, you put down a heavy layer of cardboard on it with no sort of gaps. So you don't put down a sheet of cardboard and then drop another one down beside it, but have a two inch gap in the middle. No, you, you overlap them and make sure that the, the ground is completely covered underneath. Try and ensure that it's, it's you know, a brown cardboard box with no color on it. Try and ensure that all the tape and things like that are gone off it and your know, staples or anything like that just remove all that sort of thing overlap the cardboard quite well and then cover with six inches of good quality you know topsoil and or sorry good quality compost on top of that um, and by compost again don't mean you know the peat growing media that, that that sold as compost here in ireland i mean a quality compost that has been made from you know plant material and that can go down as i say a heavy layer about six six inches um, or 100, 150 mil on the ground and that will basically block out the weeds and you can sow straight into that when, you're, when your plants are ready in a few, you know, sort of a two months time or thereabouts or even six weeks time in, in, in some areas. So that's the first thing you can be doing that. If you have existing veg beds, you know, make sure that they're, that if they're, if they're weedy at the moment, I would definitely be, again, getting out any of those weeds or applying the no dig system there. So again, putting down your cardboard and covering down with it with a layer of compost on top. Um, so you're getting your area ready. So you're prepping, prepping, prepping. If you have been using the no dig system, you will top up those beds with a little bit of compost. So you're not going for the, the sort of six inches. It might be only two inches of compost that you're doing as a top up. And that's sort of getting your area ready so that when you are able to plant out, you're ready to go straight away and you're not looking to, I suppose, dig or, or mess around with the side too much at that stage. So that's why the no dig is so, so easy at this time of the year and it'll make it easier for you going forward. Um, so from a planning perspective then, if you have been growing before, what you need to start looking at is what you grew last year. And if you remember back to you know, your cropping and what the different stages that you had crops during the year. Just think about, did you have regular supply of the things that you wanted? So if that was lettuce, did it happen that you had 12, head, 12 heads all coming ripe within a, a week period, and then you had nothing for a month or six weeks? And if that's the case, then you need to start planning a little bit better. So rather than sowing 12, maybe so. A smaller amount you know three five six a week and uh, most people who are growing at home you know you're 
you're growing for, generally speaking, between two and maybe five, six people. You know, that's sort of normal, normal for at home. So if you think about it, if you have 12 heads of lettuce coming in all in the same week or in the same sort of 10 day period, and you have, you know, a couple of people in the house, three, four, five people in the house, like you're not going to eat it pretty much every single day. So some of that is going to go to waste. So little and often, little and often is, is the way to be planning here. And I suppose I'm going to preach something here that I don't practice very well myself is um, the, I suppose, the documenting or the creating of a either a Excel spreadsheet or a list or a sewing date that you might use um, that will give you that sort of prompt or reminder to write every every 10 days I'm going to sow some lettuce, some scallions, some radish and so on. And that will give you that succession of vegetables that you might be looking for. Um, then just have a think about variety wise. If there was a particular variety that worked really well, do you have enough seed of that for this year? Um, for example, there's a certain tomato that I've been growing has been beautiful. I'm almost out of seed of that. I'm struggling to get that seed at the moment. I do have some, but not a lot. And I'm going to try to get more of that. Um, I grew Roma tomatoes last year. I grew way too many of them. Actually, I grew too many tomatoes in general. So I'm going to watch that as well. And I'm going to just taper back there. I know exactly how many I optimally need for this year. And that's what I grow. Uh, the other thing is some of the longer sort of, you know, the likes of an aubergine, for example. I grew that last year, but did so too late, uh, purely because I was prioritizing other stuff. And the next thing it was quite late and I said, all right, I'll chance it. I had a feeling it would, wouldn't get enough time to mature and it didn't. So this year I just put aubergines at, you know, at the very start so that I'm giving it the longest period to be ready and to, and to be available to harvest. Um, so then again, looking at things like cabbages and, you know, those type things. Again, typically, particularly in the spring and summer months, if you have, again, a tray of, of cabbage with 12 in it, chances are that they're all going to come and you plant them out, you know, be that into the, in the early part of the spring and summer, into your polytunnel or greenhouse, or then into your outdoor beds. Chances are that they're going to come already at more or less the same time. So again, just if you're sowing seeds, little and often will suit most most family situations. I know when you read, you know, you read some of the books and, and so on, it says, sow this, this and this, but you need to start, I suppose, figuring out how to tweak it for your system and your household. Uh, and I suppose your garden and the temperatures and that sort of thing. So get to know your garden. Get to know your your cycles as well around you know around what you like to eat and when you like to eat it for example i absolutely love radishes um during the early part of the springtime and but i tend to get very very sick of them after a while um i don't mean physically sick i mean just get fed up with them and so i saw small amounts of radish early in the time i have it quite regularly then for a few weeks and then I get fed up of it. So I'll drop it out with a, of this sewing for a few weeks and then I'll bring it back in again later on. And that gives you a kind of a break from it, if, if that makes sense. 
then some of the other stuff that I would eat literally every day if I could, the likes of various types of lettuce, uh, scallions and so on. So they'll be always in the, in the sort of every 10 day sowing cycle, but not large amounts of them, small amounts of them. Uh, and particularly things like lettuce that can go over quite quickly. Um, I'll sow small amounts of them on a regular basis. Um, so looking out for the varieties that you might want, drawing up what it is that exactly that you want to have for the family this year, um, making sure that you have that seed available to you. So have a look, go through your seed, your seed box. Watch out for seed that's old or out of date. Um, don't worry if it's a little bit out of date, most of the time they'll, they'll come up fine, except for certain things like parsnip seed needs to be really fresh all the time. Um, so generally speaking, just anything that, you know, it's really, really well out of date, just don't depend on it. I'm not saying don't sow it because you can still sow it and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but don't depend on it. So if you're growing tomatoes and they're all out of date, just be sure that you have something that's going to germinate. So maybe get a fresh pack this year of a variety that you like and sow them as well so that you do have something, you're guaranteed of something. Um, that's the big thing at the moment is get your plan in place, get your, your sowing plan in place, get your varieties nailed down. Anything you're going to need in terms of, you know, seed trays or module trays. I find module trays, you know, if you're able to get a module tray, like a, an 84 cell tray or something like that, or a 70, there's a 76 out there as well. Um, and a strip, a line across it is seven cells. I find that a very good tray to use because, you know, you can do your seven, say for example, heads of lettuce or your seven heads of cabbage, your cabbage plants. So that's not a big, big amount. And you can, you can sow that and then repeat that sowing quite regularly then afterwards. Um, so draw up your seed list, start mapping out that you'd like to have for your family. And again, remember a family of four, there's no point in having 12 heads of lettuce coming in for the next, you know, in, in six weeks time. You want to have maybe two, three heads per week throughout the summer months. And that, that'll be sort of a, you know, a nice amount to have. You're not going to have any gluts. Generally speaking, there'll always be some bit of a glut somewhere along the line where you get a maybe a change in weather and something doesn't grow for a little bit and one batch sits and then you plant your next batch out and then you get a, a burst of growth and the two batches come together. And that will always happen, regardless of, you know, how long you've been gardening, how experienced you are. That's just going to happen. It's a, it's a regular, regular thing every year. But give yourself the best chance by not over sowing and by just doing little enough and little enough and all the time. Obviously, another thing that that happens quite a bit is that you do so much sowing in the early part when you start sowing that you actually don't have the space for it afterwards. So, so again, just being conscious of that and having to think about what you're, what you're doing. Um, the other thing that you can be doing at the moment is potatoes. If you're interested in getting potatoes sowed, um, some people, particularly in the south, you know, quite in the southwest of Ireland, they will actually be sowing potatoes as we speak in January into polytunnels and they'll get a very early crop. Their frost, they'll have almost no frost down there. I know a lot of people and certainly garden centers will have a lot of demand in early January and even in pre-Christmas in some cases with people looking for first early potatoes uh, that they'll plant into a polytunnel and have ready quite early, probably even May, you know, May time. So 
either ways, if you're not in that situation, you're not in that area within Ireland, um, you still can be getting your seed potatoes now. You're better off to get out early, get your, because you'll have a better choice at this stage of the year, uh, get them out. You can, if you're not ready to plant them out, which most people won't be remotely ready at this stage, just keep them in a cool, in a cool place. Um, chitting is something that a lot of people do, and I spoke about it before. I don't feel that it's massively beneficial. All the, you know, as I said, the gardening books, and I'll talk about chitting, but I genu genuinely don't think that it's massively important. There might be some little bit of a benefit in it, but I think the biggest point is to make sure that the ground is warm enough when you're planting in. doesn't matter how well you have it chitted out. If you plant into cold ground, the potato's not going to do anything anyway. So when the ground is warm enough, that's the time to get your potatoes in. If you want a little bit more detail on that, episode 108 is all about grown potatoes. And it talks about all of those, you know, the, the varieties, the, you know, the different first early, second early main crops, the time to maturity, um, ground temperatures and all that sort of thing. And also on my website, there's a blog um, about growing potatoes. And I put the links to both of those, to that episode and to the, the blog in the show notes of this episode. Just, just, just click, wherever you're listening to it, just click in, you'll see the, the links to both of those in it. Um, after that then, things like onion sets, a lot of people like, like growing onions from onion sets. I have found, as I mentioned before, best success is for me here has been, because I tried it all, all three ways. So autumn sown onion sets, which I actually bought again this year, but still didn't plant them, uh, by the way. So I have autumn sown onion sets. Last year I grew autumn, uh, autumn sowing or planting onion sets. I had spring planting onion sets and I had onions sown from seed that I sowed myself early in the season last year and without a doubt the most successful the best onions and the biggest strike rate came from the ones that were sowed from seed so for me I, I I'll still probably do both well I have the onions sets now anyway so I'm definitely going to be doing those should have had them planted six weeks ago but didn't um, but anyway they'll still be fine but definitely I'll be sowing onions from seed because I did have the best success from that but if you want you know a little bit easier you're not going sown seed you can get your onion sets now your shallots your garlic bulbs all for all for spring planting and you'll have you know crops of onions and garlic June stroke July and again now is the time to be getting those and again if you're not ready to get them planted out keep them in a, in a cool cool dry place for the moment uh, other things to watch out for, just your seed sowing compost um, or your seed, seed sowing growing media. Just get yourself a few bags of that now. Have yourself set up and ready to go. Uh, any plant labels, anything like that that you need to get sowing, have those all organized. If you're using propagators, again, just make sure everything's working ahead of time because in a couple of weeks' time, you'll get sowing. And you just want to make sure that you have everything on hand just to, to comfortably get going and that you're not going starting but not really able to, to get going completely. So gather up anything that you need over the next few weeks. Get your plan in place around sowing dates when you really want to have crops ready. If there's something that you're sort of working towards or you know even thinking long term away uh, to next year's Christmas dinner, that's a really nice thing. So this year for Christmas dinner, 
you know, we had carrots from the garden, we had turnip from the garden or swede from the garden as, as it's called. Um, the herbs for the stuffing were all from the garden. We had potatoes from the garden. Uh, onions for the, for the stuffing again was from the garden. We had broccoli from the polytunnel, um, little tender stem broccoli from the polytunnel. Um, so all of those came from the polytunnel and garden. And again, it's a long ways away, but if you're starting to think about, oh, I'd love to do that for next year, then put it into your plan, put it into your Excel sheet or put it into your diary and have all, have all your sowing dates for these down. So your Brussels sprouts, I actually forgot to mention that one yet, Brussels sprouts uh, and all of the, the other ones and get your sowing dates nailed in for that. I'll be doing it on, you know, your, your monthly sowing guide. I'll be covering that in every episode anyway, but for you now to start drawing up a little bit of a list, um, factor in anything like that or if there's a special thing coming up that you know you know if you have a special family occasion or a barbecue that you know you're planning three four months in advance and you might want a little bit extra there write that into your plan now and i promise you there'll be no nicer feeling than having people in your house and be feeding them a meal with a large portion of that having come from your garden and there's the pride element of it but it's also it's, it's really satisfying and really exciting to be able to grow your own food and then feed it to you know, a group of people or your family on a special occasion like that. And there's pride and all of those things that come with it. But planning, planning, planning now in January for those type of events. You know, if it's a, a communion or a birthday party that's coming up in the summer, what then you know, six or eight weeks before that you want to be thinking about right for that weekend i might need actually 10 lettuce and i might need a lot of you know spring onions or i might need whatever it is and be planning that in advance and penciling that into your into your growing plan now it's also good to as i say i'll be doing the monthly episode that will prompt what to sow in that month might not re- every element of it might not relate to your garden because you might, might not be growing what i'm talking about but generally speaking that'll prompt people to start sowing this and repeat so that as the months go by um so that's kind of the biggest thing is be planning now if you're you know in a polytunnel make sure you have your your water sources uh, sorted for the year so that you're not you know if you get dry weather later on make sure you're still if you if you're not harvesting water from you know from from roofs or whatever do a little bit of that now because we're going to get lots of, of rain over the next couple of months again and you'll have captured that and have it available for sowing seed make sure that you're using good quality water that there's nothing you know there has been no plant material that was sitting in it that you could have phytophthora or any of those sort of diseases in it so kind of fresh fresh water um and just be planning 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 all the way uh, so as i say you look around on you know the different books and you'll see people online already um sowing quite a lot of edge uh, but just be careful don't don't get sucked into that trap just yet obviously you need to know your own area and if you are in an area that you can get sowing then work away uh, go for it um, and a little bit envious of you but it, for most places here in ireland particularly it's just a little bit early yet you can still if you're if you're really really keen to get going still you can sow some of the you know the hardier the hardier type um, winter salads like some mizuna and that you can sow that now in January that the 
sort of weather is getting a little bit, you know, from now on the days will be getting a little bit longer and you'll be able to, you'll be able to get something out of that for the springtime. Uh, and it'll just give you a sense of having started if you really, really want to. For me here, and my recommendation to you is just hold back for another couple of weeks and as soon as we can, we'll get sowing seed and we'll have them all ready at the right time and we'll have the right amounts coming through for the table. Um, a big part of a big part of the grow your own course that I'm working on and hopefully will have released in a couple of weeks time is is going to be talking about those things and you know trying to give you a little bit more of a definitive plan around sewing so yeah that's pretty much this week's episode it's just all about getting planning now making sure that you have everything set up all your ducks in a row and getting ready to to get going next month um again I'll put the links to the two episodes the one the episode on potato growing and the blog on potatoes in the show notes if you want to click through there you'll have a look and see and uh, yeah that's that's um all we wanted to cover in this week's episode some really exciting guest interviews coming up over the next couple of weeks next week's one particularly is a really exciting one looking forward to that and uh, yeah we'll get going with as soon as we get into february we'll get going with the monthly seed recommendations and sowing guides and Hopefully that will help people. So that's been this week's episode. Thanks for listening. And until the next time, happy gardening.